Welcome. You're listening to the Across State Lines podcast. Your host is my sister, Rebecca Klein. She's a professional tour guide who's been all across the USA meeting all sorts of cool people. Our goal at this podcast is for Rebecca to interview a friend from each of the 50 states. I'm the podcast engineer, Noah Klein. You might hear me talk during the show a little bit. So please enjoy the show and welcome to Across State Lines. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Across State Lines. I'm very excited tonight for our bonus episode because technically I am, we're going to do a district this time. And we're interviewing my friend Terrence. Hey. And Terrence and I <laughs> uh, met on a boat two years ago um, and we just really hit it off. So, um, yeah, so basically, so you're, you're a transplant, though. You moved there to the D.C. We're doing D.C., by the way, everybody, District of Columbia, um, as an adult, correct? Right. Um, I have lived in D.C., uh, the District of Columbia, since off and on since 2007. It's almost 12 yeah. years. So a long time. Yeah. Um, that's so great. And you're originally from Georgia, right? That's right. Um, from right outside of Atlanta, not exactly Atlanta. Um, okay. This small town called McDonough, Georgia. Okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to interview a friend from uh, Atlanta eventually. Well, we can talk a little bit about Georgia, but I do want to focus on uh, the D.C. area. Of course. So a lot of people live outside of D.C. They live in Virginia or Maryland, like in Alexandria and things like that. But you actually live in D.C., correct? I live in D.C. proper. Um, when I moved uh, from Georgia to the area, uh, I lived in uh, Fairfax County, which is um, sort of far northern Virginia, um, which is yeah. still commutable into D.C. And it was the worst six months of my entire life. I will never <laughs> live outside of the District of Columbia ever again. <sighs> Okay, cool. So, I mean, that's a pretty high rating of your of your city. Um, is it a would you call it a city and a district in the same sentence, or is that are there parts of are there any parts of DC that's like more rural or something like this or not? Yes, is it just really? Yes, absolutely. So, okay, the, tell me. So, DC, we're technically we operate as a city, a county, and a state. And wow. So. Um, there are over, um, we just hit in the last year, 700,000 people um, okay. that live in the District of Columbia. And so that's a lot of folks spread out over eight wards. Um, oh. And, yeah. And each ward is very different. And so we have a lot of um, land that's not developed. Um, wow. In the District of Columbia, we have acres, thousands of acres of park space. Um, you can often find in some places of the city, deer, raccoons, all <laughs> yeah, kinds of like right. rural wildlife. That you yeah. Yeah. Uh, 20 minutes one way. Um, it seems as though you've gone into a suburban neighborhood and yeah. 20 minutes another way you're in like a hardcore urban center. So, yeah. um, yeah. there's a lot to offer. Yeah. And tell us about your job a little bit. Cause you work. You work in a pretty cool department. What's your job? No, well, I, girl, I switched up jobs a little bit, but <laughs> oh, okay. But you did work for the mayor for yeah. a while. So I I worked for the District of Columbia, uh, and I was appointed uh, to uh, deputy director role in the mayor's office of LGBTQ affairs. 
for okay. folks who don't know, that's lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer. Um, Got it. And um, basically, I did community outreach and engagement um, nice. for the mayor uh, for that community. And now I currently work for the um, District Department of Housing uh, and oh. Community Development. Yeah, which is it's very different. But okay, um, it, it, my job has given me a, a great view of um, everything that's going on in our city. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So cool. Um, yeah. So tell me, tell me more about like young Terrence new on the scene, moving to DC. What were those first years Ooh. like? And oh, yeah, I want to know about that. Oh, girl. <laughs> Cause you've gone through quite a transformation since we met. I know. Oh my God. Girl. But it keeps me very motivated. <laughs> oh tell, man. Tell me about the early days and then, t- and then we can transition into I, like where you're at now. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the truth. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to tell you Ready. the truth. So, um, I got, um, an internship with, um, my congressperson from Georgia at the time. I'm not going to mention their name, but, um, yeah, (laughs) so, um, it was my first job outside of working in restaurants, like fast food games. Yeah. It was a big deal for me. And so I moved up um, to Washington to do that internship. Um, I wind up, uh, I was supposed to stay for about um, just the summer, so about two and a half months. And yeah. And ended up staying for like six months and um, did not get hired uh, for the job that I wanted to get hired for. There just wasn't an opening. Mm-hmm. And so um, in 2008, I briefly went back um, to Georgia. And I thought that I was going to, you know, just go to UGA probably for graduate school. I thought I yeah. would be a lawyer. And, yeah. Um, and I uh, was going to go back to Georgia and prepare to do that. Yeah. And, and um, in steps Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. For and sure. He decides that he wants to run for president and change our nation and change the way we do things in Washington. Yeah. Um, and I got swept up in a uh, fever of yeah. hope and change and um, decided that if he got elected, which I didn't think he would. Yeah. Uh, Nobody I, did really at the time. Right. <laughs> I yeah. Said, if he got elected, I'm going to give DC one more go. Cool. And so at that time, uh, I um, basically super volunteered on the campaign in Georgia and um, kept my job waiting tables. And uh, on the night that he was elected, I made the decision to move to D.C. So I actually, young Terrence had $1,000, yeah. two suitcases, um, <laughs> basically clothes, and that yeah. was all I had to my name. Uh, I sold my car for like five hundred dollars and <laughs> moved. That's how I got the thousand. And yep. flew up to DC and got a job at a fundraising firm where I made minimum wage. Oh, um, yeah. And I lived in a youth hostel that actually <gasps> had about forty people in it. For and we were all like young, and it was like this. I can't describe to you. The energy yeah. of Washington in 2009, where like 
Barack yeah. President Obama is come to town and this flood of like young folks who worked on his campaign were starting nonprofits and doing startups and getting jobs in the administration. And oh. like just really it was it was an incredible time to be here. Yeah. And so living with forty of those folks in a six bedroom house. Uh, <laughs> that's that was, amazing that was an illegal hostel uh was how i actually put down my roots here in dc and then you end up working for housing like yeah <laughs> that's crazy you know, flash forward 12 years later yeah that's amazing and then yeah do you know about um illegal hostels today <laughs> no <laughs> no i do not know anything about illegal hostels uh, okay cool and yeah. i'm not saying that i knew about illegal hostels then okay i understand <laughs> i understand yeah 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 for sure just a nice a nice six-bedroom house full of young people yeah that's we so were, cool we were just trying yeah. to make our way and yeah and what, yeah What's incredible about that time is, is that like I was super bonded with quite a few people and a lot of those folks are doing really amazing work today. A lot of them went on actually to work at the White House uh, or to work in in different agencies. And so it was an incredible time. Yeah. So it really made a difference to actually like pull up your bootstraps and go and live in D.C. Then that like if you want to be in politics, if you want to really pursue that dream that is the place to be. Like, it is also important to be locally active, but it's like, it's, it does make a big difference to actually know how it works and like be a witness to it. Absolutely. In the city, in the city. Absolutely. That's so cool. Awesome. Um, okay, cool. So, um, so then, so then what happens after that? I mean, you're, you are living in this house. How long did that last for? How long, how many years or? nine months nine months and it went from being fun to being fun with a little bit of downside yeah oh my god get me out of here right now yeah but I also remember when we first met two years ago you were living in like a basement apartment or something so like what I'm trying to hint at is it's really expensive to live in DC it's like crazy Absolutely. It's, um, it's absolutely insane, right? Well, it, it, it really is. And um, that's a hard um, issue that we face um, in a city that is landlocked. Um, yeah. And we can't build up. Um, one of the yeah. things that a lot of folks don't know about Washington, D.C. that differs from other cities is, is that nothing can be taller than the Washington Monument. We have what we call the Height Act. And yeah. so we can't build skyscraper apartments um, right. in our downtown urban core. And so we have to come up with a lot of creative solutions to build housing, uh, to meet the demand. Um, yeah. And so over that period, um, for the last like several years in Washington, um, on average, about a thousand people move to the district every single month. Like and there's are... no like new space. Like they're just right. moving into like tighter and tighter quarters. Exactly. So we have a challenge ahead of us to build a lot more housing to meet that demand over the next five years. And I think yeah. we're going to do yeah. it. Okay, cool. <laughs> and yeah. like, so do you know anything else about that? Cause I've heard that too about the monument and that nothing can be taller than it. I heard, but I thought it was like just on the mall. I didn't realize it was like like sprawling away from so is the mall really like the center of the city or what would you call like the center of of dc like where 
Where's like a place that people like really cross paths or, mm-hmm. or what's that? DC, DC used to be a um, a perfect like a perfect uh, square. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if if people are familiar with the shape of the District of Columbia, um, but it's now sort of like um, a really jaded kind of triangle, and uh-huh. that's because of the Civil War. So oh, wow! <laughs> so like, tell me more. <laughs> so when teach the, when the District of Columbia um, emancipated slaves, um, yeah. There was the neighboring state, Virginia, that yeah. decided that they didn't like that. And oh. um, so they took back their land. So what today is like Old Town Alexandria, parts of Arlington actually used to be the District of Columbia. So gotcha. when we talk about what's the center of D.C., you have to realize like we're missing that big chunk. So people who live in Virginia, if things had gone differently, that would have also been D.C. Parts of Virginia, yeah. Arlington and uh, Old Town, Alexandria. I'm sorry, Old Town, yeah, Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. um, So um, D.C. was a perfect square, and it was designed as a planned city by Pierre Lafont. And uh, the city center at one point in time was um, underneath the U.S. Capitol building where Congress is. Gotcha. That's the exact center. Oh, wow. Cool. Awesome. At one point. Um, But how often do you make your way down to the mall? Is that part of your routine or Mm, is that just for tourists? Yeah, that is for tourists. Um, that's not <laughs> no, but I mean it's amazing that like on any given day, um, that like if there's a Supreme Court confirmation hearing happening, yeah, or major oh. protest or like State of the Union, like I could stroll down on the mall and see all of that um, close up if I want to, um, yeah. But um, that part of town is actually so far away from residential DC. And yeah. um, that's one thing that we struggle as a city and as a district to like get folks to understand that like uh, we're not just the federal government, right? Like the mm-hmm. federal government mm-hmm. is a very, it's a, it's a very important part it, it, of who and what we are uh, as mm-hmm. a city and as a district, but there's so much more um, and there's so many neighborhoods and there's so yeah. many different communities that make up Washington, D.C., that have nothing to do with the mall. And so most of us never go down to the mall. Yeah. There are lots of folks who live in the district, born and raised in the district, that have never been to the National Mall. Whoa. And that's that's not uncommon to hear. I mean, that is similar, like, to other, like, I'm, you know, I'm from the San Francisco Bay Area, but I don't have any memory of ever going to Alcatraz yeah. or like I live in Los Angeles now, but I have like, you know, you go to work, you go home and maybe you visit your friends like in one other neighborhood. But I, I've been here for almost two months and I haven't been to the beach yet. Oh, it's wow. like, it makes sense. Like you, you are, you're a creature of habit and you stick to, you stick to what you need to, you know, right. it's, like, it's very, it's a lot of work to get places. Yeah. My grandmother is from Bethesda, Maryland, and she before she passed, she always wanted me to move to DC because 
you know, she thinks, well, she loves it. She thought it was the best place on the planet, but she just loved all the free museums and all the, she's like, it's so free. Like everything here is free. Why wouldn't you move here? (laughs) Yeah. All the museums are free. All this stuff is free. But on the flip side, it's like very expensive. Like it's hard to get around. Like it, yeah, I just, and also something I've noticed about DC and I always like as a tour guide, I would tell people when we were showing up, like, I feel like maybe maybe you have a different view of this, but I feel like D.C. is one of the very last formal cities where people really get dressed for work and, mm-hmm. like, wear suits and wear heels still because it's, like, pretty much anywhere else is way more casual these days, I think. Do you think that people still dress for work and stuff in D.C.? Absolutely. Um, yeah. And, yeah. Um, but let me tell you, sweetheart, that is a sad state of affairs for the rest of America. If we set the standard <laughs> for, for high fat for work back for high high couture in in our offices around the country, if DC sets the standard, oh my god, what are y'all wearing? I just feel like more people, like more, like there's just like a general feel of like people are dressed. Like I don't know, like when I visit New York, sometimes I'm a little disappointed that people aren't you know dressed up a little more formally yeah it's like a very casual it seems and it, i mean forget about it i live in california it's very casual out here so but yeah. yeah it is changing though it is changing but you you have like sneakers that you wear to work and then you switch into dress suit shoes absolutely, right? absolutely. yeah <laughs> i'm 35 years old and i like love my feet i do not want to have um uh you know podiatrist issues when yeah. Um, and, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and you know you talked a lot about um uh getting around dc and i actually yeah. walk quite a lot uh yeah on a, any given day i walk something like six to seven miles a day and just so it's not reasonable for me to wear dress shoes um and walk that much so i keep my shoes under my desk at work that's so funny that you say you walk that much because i live I mean, if I were to walk six or seven miles a day, I technically live within walking distance of my job, but I just don't, I just don't even think about it because it's just, it's such a car culture here in in Los Angeles. We are a walking culture here, a walk, we have a lot of uh, uh, bike lanes, Yeah, Uh, we have these really cool new scooter companies that are popping up, I can't stand them though. But yeah, um, yeah. Super right. We're very pedestrian friendly in DC. Yeah. Like it's not it's not common for people to have a car. Oh, well what about the weather though? Because the weather's pretty extreme. You're right there in like the mid-Atlantic and it's like I don't know, the snow has got that like humid wet it's not that dry mountain snow. It's like that's I mean, what do you think? What do you how do you handle the weather? Can't stop, won't stop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't stop, won't stop. Oh, <laughs> uh, we get down, baby. Um, it's extreme. <laughs> it's hot, 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 and then it's, it's like wet, cold. And so you dress for it, right? Like, yeah, you, you know, there's strategies. Um, yeah. you know, like in the summertime, what I typically do is um, I work out in the morning, and so I'll work. I'll wear my workout clothes on my yeah. way to work where I'm going to stop and go to the gym. And then at the gym, I'll change into work clothes. Yeah. Um, and, um, and then just pop over. Right. And there's just a quick, yeah. Oh, and also for guys, uh, what we do, do a lot in the summertime is like you leave your suit jackets in the office. So oh. you don't have to worry about carrying them around or wearing them. Ah. outside. So you're only going to wear them inside. Yeah. So you come up with strategies to make it work, but, um, Gotcha. Walking is the way to go. 
Walking is the way to go. Cool. Um, so what are you doing for, what are you doing for entertainment? I know that you kind of mellowed out your party, party life, like to a complete stop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And you said you go to the gym in the morning, but when we were setting up this interview, you said you're usually at the gym at night. So are you just going to the gym twice a day? And what are you up to? Um, so DC is the fittest city, one of the fittest cities in America. So, um, like, it's one of the fittest cities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are super into our fitness routines, and so yes, yes at times I have worked out twice a day. Um, but so when you wait, when you are at the gym in the morning and at night, do you see other other gym folks doing the same stuff that you're doing? Exact same thing. Oh my god! Do you talk to these people? Is there a community based around this, or is it just like keep your head down and get your workout in? Uh, a mix of both, right? I don't want to send the wrong signals to people. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, what I, I don't want to make gym friends. Gym. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. To make friends. I go to the gym <laughs> to get my gains. Yeah. And so, um, but um, no, like um, right now, I'm definitely not uh, working out twice a day but that does happen as we get closer to the summertime but yeah you were saying earlier how um <laughs> you were saying earlier how dc is full of so uh, many like free things to do and yeah that's true like the diversity of like entertainment and like interests that you can pick up and hobbies that you can you can do here in the city outside of just bars and clubs and like this yeah things like yeah. um there are constantly like constantly lectures happening shows um yeah you know, every time you look around like some big politico is doing some event where you can get a right. chance to meet them um yeah like we have uh the potomac river and the anacostia river uh in the summertime i love kayaking oh have, nice yeah, we have a huge park uh called rock creek park um, yeah and you know i love going hiking in rock creek park um i'm super oh, wow. into concerts and we have like lots of great venues where you can yeah. get um, really intimate concerts like sometimes some really amazing folks um will come through what's uh, that famous one uh the starts with a nine or something what is that yeah 9 30 club 9:30 club. I've never been there, yeah. but I would like to go. <laughs> it's favorite. really cool. <laughs> it really is. My favorite place to see a concert is U Street Music Hall, and it's okay. just this really cool, um, you know, eclectic mix of people that always uh, pop in for shows there. So I love that nice. place. Um, nice. And movies and just theater and just and baseball games too, right? People, yeah. do people go to the nationals and stuff. Absolutely, we have like yeah. Really um, our mayor uh, over the last few years said that we're not only the nation's capital, we're the sports capital. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so sure. We, we, <laughs> so we, uh, we built um, just this last year a new soccer stadium for DC United. Um, we are cool. um, in a pitch to have what we call the Washington football team. Um the Washington NFL team come back. An NFL team? We have the a Washington NFL team. They're the Washington what? I can't say that word because it's against my politics. Oh, right, right, right. No, I remember. Yeah. I forgot about them. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's always disappointing. And also in Atlanta <laughs> you guys have 
a pretty offensive uh, baseball yeah. team name too. I went yeah. to a baseball game and I and they built that new stadium in Atlanta and I was like, you think they could have maybe changed the name when they got the new stadium? No. And nope. And no. it was real. I mean, it was it was everything you would imagine, but yeah. I guess I don't know. You feel like we've evolved as a people, but I guess no, not yeah. in some cases. Yeah, which is a bummer. Gotcha. Yeah, we do. I forgot about the football. I forgot about football. But you're right. There is a big football team. Yeah, that's cool. Awesome. Um, I also and, noticed... and the Capitals just won the our hockey team just won the national championship. Oh yeah, last you did year. just win the national championship. Yeah. yeah, that is pretty crazy. So you do have a lot going on. We do. Oh, that is wild, actually. I noticed every time that I was down on the mall with my tour groups that there'd be like young young professionals like playing softball or like oh, yeah. frisbee and stuff like that down there in the in the swampy swamp heat. Yes, Just no, not a care in the world. <laughs> yes, a really cool thing that a lot of folks our age do. We have lots of recreational sports leagues, and yeah. so we have like two, I think there are two. At least two or three flag football leagues, where like dozens and dozens, probably a few hundred people play flag football yeah. down on the mall. Um, yeah, I was a part of the gay flag football league. Yeah, um, a couple <laughs> years ago, and learned how to play flag football that way. But um, there is um, the LGBT community has a um, sports league or league. There are like nine or ten different sports, like tennis. Um, wow flag football basketball uh, that's nice that it's so accessible because like i'm in a new city and i'm having a hard time like finding like that just seems like you could just kind of pop in or like there'd be somebody at your office that's already doing it and you could just start right up because like it's good it's nice way to meet people for sure it definitely is and like yeah those leagues get you super connected to so many people and like part of your um, you know, ability to excel in your career uh, in politics or in nonprofits yeah. or in advocacy is based on who you know and like yeah, your and how you get along with network, people, right? Yeah, and so that's important. So we have lots of opportunities like that in DC for young folks getting their career going. Have you? Do you have any friends or know anybody at work that is from DC that was like born and raised in the? Oh city? yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So people stay. For sure. We have a problem where um, we are losing native um, residents. Yeah. Um, because the rent's too high? The rent's too damn high. Yeah. And, uh, but, um, no, just joking, but, like, D.C. has actually changed a lot uh, in that regard. Um, urban centers, large cities in America... Um, yeah. throughout the 70s and the 80s, well into the 90s, were not places where you would want to raise a family. Um, yeah. They were, uh, we had super high crime rates, um, yeah. violent crime, and also like pervasive drug use. Yeah. Uh, lots of concentrated poverty um, yeah. happened, um, you know, in this, in the, in a lot of folks, um, moved willingly to, you know, for a better life for their families. Um, and then that created opportunities for folks, um, to, to then move in. And so, um, yeah, we've, we've lost, um, quite a few native residents, but like, um, uh, we are doing everything in our power, mm-hmm. I think, to like, um, make sure that 
if you want to live in the district, that you have an opportunity to live in the district. Um, yeah. And so um, our, um, the, but the department I work for, and not I'm not speaking on behalf of the District of Columbia government right now, but the department yeah. I work for, uh, we give up to $120,000, I'm sorry, up to $100,000 to uh, district residents to purchase a home. Oh. So, um, for your down payment assistance. It's, it's like a loan. Um, yeah. We call it the Home Purchasing Assistance Program. And that's designed to like help people hunker down and plot their their roots, right? It's a so, not, yeah, that's a really that's a nice perk. Yeah. A, <laughs> I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean that would cover a lot for the for when you're first getting started. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah, um, are you going to buy a home then? Are you going to participate in this program? You know, I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like the perfect candidate. <laughs> like, uh, Easily you know, employed, just... like, you know, good references, probably pretty good credit. They're, you're the one. I, I, I don't know. It seems issue. like it's just so hard to get started no matter where you are, you know. Yeah. And I just, have to like, and commit. Yeah. But you do see – you do see yourself like living there long term, probably, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Like when I when I go to other places in the country when I'm traveling, um, especially when I go home to Atlanta. Yeah. Um, I'm just shocked at like, how little there is uh, in the ways of just like outlets for like you know enjoying life right yeah and and I'm like very displeased with like how in a lot of cities in America a lot of places in America like people are very content with like going to work on a daily basis coming home like rushing home to like sit in front of a tv yeah and that's just not how I live my life and that's not how you live life in DC so I just can't see leaving that um, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, another form of entertainment that I really like talking about with everybody is what's, you know, what's for dinner? What are people eating? What's like, um, I know that like Maryland has got like the soft crab and everything, but is there anything, is that a big deal in DC or like, is there anything specific to DC that is the cuisine that people love to eat? That's, that is the same or different from other areas. Um, what do you think? That's a, that's a good question. Um, so if you want to go like classic, <laughs> classic DC, yeah, like what people know us for, and it's um it is mumbo sauce over chicken wings and fries <laughs> or fried rice, um, that you wait, got from the carryout. Which wait, so what is what is what kind of sauce is it? Spicy? I'm sure it's spicy. No, it's like imagine if sweet and sour sauce ketchup hot sauce and a, and a, yeah ketchup hot sauce and sweet and sour sauce got together and had a baby that it'll sounds be, good it'll be mambo sauce so it's like it's it's its own flavor it's uh, it's hard to describe and you put um, that over chicken wings and french fries and you chicken eat wings and french fries, yeah and you get them at the carryout so like um we like people don't call them takeout okay we, we call them carryouts very very formal. Okay. Very formal. And no, but we don't say carry out. The the DC uh, accent would call them curry out. Okay. Like, like curry. You, curry curry out. out. 
Right. Because it is the South. Like it is like, even though it's the mid Atlantic, it still is the South. Right. Like the South, I think a lot of people who haven't traveled in the South really don't know how big it is. Like it, it is, I mean, I lived in North Carolina. That's like the middle of the South. Like Maryland is still the South to me, even though you're, I think Delaware is like the line, right? That's when you start to creep into the North. I agree with that. My grandmother was from Virginia and lived in Bethesda. And um, I never really thought about it. But then my friends would meet her and or like she would answer the phone or something. And they'd be like, I didn't realize your grandmother was Southern. And I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Right. She's my grandma, you know. (laughs) I didn't know any different. But, um, but yeah, it is like, yeah, so I could see that being pretty delicious. I've, n- I haven't tried that myself. We were always getting the, cr- we would do like the, the paper, um, you know, like the newspaper on the table and then they dump the shellfish on the middle of the table and everyone like picks for themselves. But uh, I think that's more of like a Baltimore thing. That is definitely something. a Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll talk that's about that with somebody thing. else. And okay, so um, the other thing in DC that is really like classic DC is the half smoke. Okay. Um, which is like a mix between like a hot dog and a sausage. It's like okay. beef, it's like beef and pork. Um and you can buy those at like half smoke stands or hot dog stands. Like uh-huh. typically sell hot dogs and half smokes. Um, okay. And so that's like classic DC. Those are the two staple like classic DC foods. Is there but- like a is there a sauce that you put on that thing or is it you, you know, chili, mustard, relish, onions, yes. you know, you, you got um, your regular dress ups. But like, that's like bad food, right? And like I was <laughs> saying, like I was saying um, DC is like a super fit. And so we have like a lot of um, like these Vegans. super regional, um, like sort of fast casual um mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, shops that are popping up like Kava, which is like Mediterranean fast casual, where you get like bowls and pita and salads. Sweet Green is one that we have. Are these like, those? Are these like these chains that are like pretty much a buffet, but they're really healthy? And you walk down right. the line and you point. That's popular in LA too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super yeah. popular. And there's all different kinds. And there's all right. different kinds. There's like a Korean, Mediterranean kind. There's right. Korean kind. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. But you can be like really picky. Like you can eat really clean and lean if you want to. Absolutely. And or you can get the macaroni and cheese if you want to. Right. And I do both. I do both. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. Awesome. Um. So yeah. So there's a lot of okay. Gotcha. So that's what's trending right now. And then, right. um, and there is like a Chinatown, right? So like that's also a thing, I'm sure. Dim yeah, sum it, and whatnot. Yeah, it is. Um, mm-hmm. We um, have uh, it's like one of the oldest ethnic communities in DC. Yeah, uh, it's it's changing, right? Uh, but there's still a requirement that like the signs be in Mandarin. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, so when you're in. And it's, it's maybe like a three or four block radius. Um, it's near the National Mall, but not quite. Um, Is there Are there regulations on advertising in D.C.? Because I feel like it's pretty low-key. There's not a lot of billboards or, or things like that, right? No, there isn't. Uh, I don't know why that is, but um, okay. like I don't think there's anything to stop it. It's just, just we just don't do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, and then, like, what's the – now that, like, you were so excited, and I was too, about Obama being in office and stuff, but now that we're, like, almost three years deep into this new administration, like, are, is everyone just, like, kind of always in a bad mood? <laughs> or, like, what is it like now? <laughs> I cannot um, describe – I don't think I could put it in words to convey, like, November November 7th, 2000, and – 16 in Washington DC it was like a funeral yeah it was because everybody most... was everyone couldn't believe it because Republicans too are like what right. the heck it was I mean the, the most... media wants you to believe that they're like totally on board but like I mean and realistic I mean a, cele- a television celebrity won the election and then <laughs> no one really I don't know I feel like politicals didn't politicals didn't really expect that to happen no we were, <laughs> so everyone was scrambling we devastated we weren't scrambling, like, that day, like, people were on the subway crying, like, yeah. in the morning, like, could not pull it together. Um, yeah. It, like, devastated. And, uh-huh. But since then, like, you know, you, you get along, you do the business that you're supposed to be doing. Um, yeah. Even when you, like, all, you know, people are federal workers and, like, you just don't mix politics with what you're doing. You just do the people's business. Do your job. Right. Yeah. And, and you know, let that play out. But I, I will tell you, there will be a sigh of relief uh, felt <laughs> in this city when this is all over. I bet. Yeah. I bet. It's so crazy. Um, and then, okay, cool. Well, yeah, no need to, like, dwell on that too much. No. Um, but, uh, okay, cool. So we went over, like, food and entertainment. Um, what else are like, like, what else are some takeaways that, um, that are like, just, I mean, oh, here's a question. Do people, cause you work and you're working in housing, are people welcoming to new people? It sounds like they are. Like if you move to DC and you like do your work, people are pretty stoked to have you in town. It's not like very territorial or is it? It's not. And, but I tell everybody like, um, what what I think makes living in a city um, worthwhile is the fact that like you can be connected to a community and you can be yeah. connected to the folks around you in ways that like if you lived in a suburban neighborhood or yeah. if you lived in a really rural place, like you may not be able to get close to your neighbors and you may not see people on a day to day basis, but like. Um, so even when you're new, like, I think there's so many opportunities for you to, like, get engaged with what's happening locally uh, and what's happening in your neighborhood, like, um, that, you that, you know, people should take advantage of. And I think that when I first moved here and I, um, I was solely, like, focused on national level politics, national level, right. federal level advocacy work, um, but I still took time to like make sure I knew what was happening in my own neighborhood. And I think that's why like over the course of the years, I just have grown more and more uh, interested and invested in Washington DC and my own neighborhood. And that's why I do that I do now. So if you're new, like make sure you do get invested in, in the community around you is what I can tell folks. Yeah. Cool. Cool, man. Um, all right. Anything else? I feel like I feel pretty good about our conversation. I feel like we covered yeah. a lot of stuff. Um, do you want to just add a little, like a little bonus stuff about growing up in Georgia for a minute? <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> yeah. Are you like 
done. Like, I mean, what's like, what are, maybe just talk about the food real quick <laughs> like, or something like that. <laughs> um, I'm really split between being like yeah, on my best day. I feel like I'm meant to be like a cosmopolitan urban night where I like yeah. a super sophisticated life where I go to the opera and I you know, yes. and like the newest Michelin star restaurant and like yes I living your best that. life living yeah. I love that fantasy but I also yeah. still have this quaint I want to be a Georgia peanut farmer and yeah. just live <laughs> on my plot of land and like eat organic that I grow my own yeah and have like, a garden right have yeah. hand tended hens that I like get you know cage-free eggs no antibiotics <laughs> Like and I like sell vegetables on the side of the road in Georgia on like some rural highway. Like yeah, and smoke hams and fresh eggs. Yeah, so I don't that know. sounds really nice. I'm super nostalgic for like the rural kind of like farmer lifestyle. Yeah, but I'm squarely right now at 35 years old. So happy to be living in a city. Yeah, I think it's a nice fantasy to have, and it's nice to visit. Like there's, I think there's actually a market for that, like for vacations. Like you could probably take a nice vacation to a farm. It doesn't oh, have to absolutely. be in Georgia, but you know, like live on a farmhouse for the week and like milk the cow and like sit on the porch just for right. the week. And make a little <laughs> and black lemonade. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have some polite conversation on the porch and right. you know, listen to the crickets. Right. And then, uh, and then leave yeah. <laughs> after a little bit. And but, I think yeah. that's the right that's the right move. Yeah, I like all that stuff too. I feel yeah. like um that you know, and it's funny that it's not just a Georgia thing. I mean, that's something that you can find in, you know, all over the country. Yeah. It's like just getting away from the city. There's definitely an appeal for that. And I saw you got like, oh, that too. So, um I saw you went out to the mountains at some point last summer, right? Do do people like to drive out to the Appalachians and like get in the rivers and hike on the trails and stuff? Because I think you, I saw you I, do that this last I year. I regularly do that. Like you regularly the, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some like the DC is so cool in that. Like if I drive two hours, what uh, two hours uh, east, I'm at the ocean. I'm in like yeah. Delaware, Mid Atlantic yeah. beaches. Nice beaches. If nice. I drive two hours west, I'm in the Shenandoah Valley with like so mountains. It's so beautiful. Like you know, a few more, maybe like a few more minutes. I'm in West Virginia. Um, you know, like, wild and wonderful. <laughs> right, wild and wonderful West Virginia. Like <laughs> skiing and like um, yeah, you know, white water rafting and two. Did you do that? Like, have yeah, I do that? all of that regularly. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. In the summertime, nice. like, in, in, yeah. in the winter, like, I went um, skiing um, three hours um, west, um, three hours northwest in McHenry, Maryland. Um, there's, nice. a, there's a big ski lodge up there that we go to, and it's called Deep Creek, Maryland. But yeah, you, That sounds you, nice. You have access to all, all great things here. And yeah. five more hours, you're in New York City. Right. Two yeah. hours you're in Philadelphia. You're in Philadelphia. You know, I've done that drive many times. Baltimore. Yeah. 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 That's cool. 
Um, awesome. Well, I want to visit. <laughs> yeah. I want to come back. I just haven't been there for a while. You know, my grandma passed away because I used to go there a lot. Oh, no. You know, growing up. But she passed away two years ago. So um, I don't have much of a reason to go anymore. But um, but you, of course, it is you would be great. Yeah, and um, I love it there. I do. I do like it there a lot. You know, um, I've never been to LA. Well, you, I, you should come visit me. That'd be I really cool too. You'd love it. You, would, I mean, if you're into like fitness and health food, I mean, give me a break. That's all I've been doing since I got here is like doing different workout classes, like hot yoga and Pilates on like the boards. You know, yeah. have you ever done that? No, it's it's crazy. It's so hard, and I, yeah. I started doing that. And, um, and yeah, just like a lot of, um, I mean, it's just nice because I grew up in California and a lot of the girls that I grew up with live here now. So everyone's been really friendly to me and like inviting me to hang out and stuff. So that's been really cool. But, um, but yeah, I mean, we're coastal people, you know, I mean, there's something to be said about living on the coast. There's a lot of options, a lot of of diversity. By the great lakes in Chicago. Like, (laughs) I'm so confused that that's your body. People of love it, and I don't understand. People it. love it. Like, People where are the waves? It. Where are the waves? That is, um, that is definitely a region where people, especially Chicago and Illinois, are very loyal to. Like, people are born and raised there, and they stay, even yeah. though they have crazy winters. But there's something about it that really, like, really, I don't know. I haven't interviewed anybody from uh, from Illinois yet, but I do want to find someone. And um, I'm sure they have some insight on that for sure. Yeah. I have, may, people, people are very anchored to that area. Yeah, the ocean has like a gravitational pull on me. I could not live that far away from the ocean. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've never done it either. I've always lived on one or the other side of the coast. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, cool. I think I think we're all set, man. Um, yeah. Let's uh let's get together and chat again soon. Let's not let Tigger. We've t- we've hung out. We had lunch. Remember? We had lunch, <laughs> and, we, and we we keep in touch. We touch. We do, but I love talking, yeah. as you know. Um, very cool. All right. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. All right. Um, tell all your friends about across state lines. I will. And um, yeah, I really appreciate your time, and I'll talk okay. to you soon. Bye-bye. Okay. Take care. Bye. If you liked our show, please subscribe to the Across State Lines podcast on iTunes. If you want to check out the show on YouTube, you can find a link to our YouTube channel at the show's official Instagram. That's Instagram.com forward slash USA podcast. And our official website is acrossstatelines.podbean.com. There you can find an XML feed for our show. The opening music for the show is titled As I Figure... It's by Kevin McLeod and was downloaded from Incompetech.com. It's licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Thank you for listening.